Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Hello, darling. It is episode 165. Can you believe it? It's almost like we're actually podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting dangerously close to that magical 200. Remember when like in television, getting to 100 episodes of television was a BF deal? Yes. 200 episodes of a podcast. I know 100 felt significant, but 200, for some reason, sticks in my mind is like, that's that's a number. You know what I'm saying? It's to the point where, should we keep the numbers up? When we- <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting too old? Is that what you're saying? We're getting too elderly in the podcasting game? Don't, don't ask me how many episodes I, I have. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. You know, what's funny is as I'm getting older, like in age and life, I'm like, am I about to go back to saying like I'm 35 and a half just to slow down my life cycle? I'm 35 and a quarter. You know what I'm saying? I told you after I turned 32, I was like, people don't need to know exactly how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) Just know I am beautiful. I am intelligent and very wise with the years God has blessed me with the number of years you don't need to know. So, (laughs) so we just about to start saying we've been doing this for a little bit is the moral, I guess it is. Just a minute. Yeah. Just a a little bit. (laughs) Hey, so I want to say hello and shout out to everyone who has reached out to me this week about the podcast. Um, Shout out to my girlfriend, Kylea, who told me that she has thoroughly enjoyed listening to our podcast as she caught up on some of our past episodes. Appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Shout out to my girlfriend, Alyssa, who was really excited about our Harry and Meghan recap. Check that out, please, because it's a juicy one. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, thank, thank you to everyone who has been supportive and has reached out we greatly greatly appreciate y'all and love y'all too absolutely and for any new listeners welcome aboard what do you do all right ashley let's go ahead and get into some quick headlines i'm looking at variety girls trip two reuniting full cast for adventure in ghana This is major news for multiple reasons, right? The original girls trip, which chronolized (laughs) a girls, a friends group coming together to attend the Essence Fest in New Orleans uh, was a blockbuster success grossing $140 million worldwide. As we know, we have Tiffany Haddish, Regina Hall, Queen Latifah, 
and Jada Pickett-Smith. A lot of people were concerned about the movie coming back because of the drama with Haddish. Since those, you know, charges have been dismissed, I think things are looking up. Are you excited about this project, Ashley? Let me know your thoughts. I'm excited, but I have to be honest with y'all, I don't remember how the first one ends. So I feel like I have to go back. Like, I remember there being some drama, particularly with Queen with Latifah the relationship. and Regina's character and stuff like that. But And the grapefruit scene, Avi. But I don't remember how the film really ended and some of the other details. I remember Lorenz Tate looking good. You know, stuff like that. But I just feel like I need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back and rewatch and I'll probably get even more excited. But you know, what I also thought about this, Delora, is just like in Girls Trip, we took a Girls Trip to Essence Fest. So now I feel like we're going to have to duplicate whatever this Ghana trip is about to be as well. Listen, I think that's the goal, right? Afrochella? I don't even know what that is. Oh, yes. And Ghana is having a moment because I think they did the year of return several years ago and a lot of black celebrities and influencers have been making their way to Ghana um they have wonderful food and music but then they also have tours of you know of the history of the country and its connection to uh unfortunately the slave trade and all those um things and so I just think this is fantastic and it should be a lot of fun. And I'm happy the entire cast is able to, to make it for this one. Absolutely. Couldn't imagine if one of them fell off and bringing up the Tiffany Haddish thing. I wouldn't even thinking about that. Wouldn't even remembering that it's not even fresh on my mind anymore. It's been so much other things in the new cycle since, I guess. That's a great point, but it's not new for her because the last update I got on her state, she was talking to TMZ walking in the airport, not in any type of hurry, saying she lost everything after those allegations. And we've talked about those charges in our past quick headlines and hot topics. So maybe this will be the first stepping stone to her rebuilding everything that she had. As possible. All right. Our second quick headline. This is from people.com. This is from January 20th. So last week, Alec Baldwin to face involuntary manslaughter charges and rush shooting death of Helena Hutchins. The Santa Fe County District Attorney Office has made the decision pressing charges after the sheriff completed the investigation. This is more than a year ago, Ashley. This is uh, pretty heavy. Are you surprised that he has been formally charged? And do you have any predictions on how this is going to pan out? Oof. Definitely was surprised when this news dropped. Another thing that, given the churn of the news cycle, I wasn't even thinking was still be under investigation. So yeah. very shocking, I guess, that this is kind of how this is playing out at the moment, especially because he seemed so convinced at the time that he was not going to face any type of criminal charges and therefore yes. granted an interview and all those things we saw at the time. 
But I think what is most shocking that I've heard since this news came out via today.com is that they're intending to continue on with production of the film. Color me confused. I am confused by that too. I assume that the film was scrapped, actually. Apparently not. They are intending to continue with the production. Her husband... Helena's husband will now be on the producer side of things. And they're supposedly going to add some additional safety measures. But this came up in a article that I read from today.com. So yeah, on this People Magazine um, article, it said in October, Baldwin and the other Russ producers settled a wrongful death lawsuit by Hitchens widower Matthew along with the settlement the team agreed to complete the film with Matthew now on board as executive producer production on Rust was set to resume in January 2023 wowzers yeah so I mean in terms of the actual charges against him how do I think do I have any predictions I really don't I remember I think it was on The View where they talked about this and it was Rachel Lindsay maybe who said they would have had to have a very strong case against him to have ever chosen to go this route. Yes. So yes. I know he's going to have a very strong legal team, but I don't, I couldn't say which way this is this cookie's going to crumble. In New Mexico, involuntary manslaughter is a fourth degree felony punish- punishable by up to 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine. But the other manslaughter in commission of a lawful act charge is also a fourth degree felony punishable by up to 18 months in jail and up to $5,000 fine. And it says since a firearm was involved, this punishable offense can lead to a mandatory five years in jail. So I think this is a significant charge. And I think a lot of eyes are going to be on it because it could change the way Hollywood does movies. I think this is a turning point for sure. Absolutely. I know that it's already supposedly changed, at least on the safety protocol side, but I think a lot of talent will give pause to taking on certain roles in this case. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this in the past too. Baldwin is in the twilight of his career, right? Like this wasn't supposed to be, you know, this was supposed to be him doing a movie and this to is support his 511 kids. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So again, prayers to Helena's family as this has to be a a difficult time for them because they lost a wife and a mother. I kind of foresee the armor definitely um, suffering a consequence, a legal consequence. So I guess I'll say that. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go on to our next quick headline. I am looking at Vulture. Paris Hilton is literally mother. (laughs) In a surprise social media post, Paris Hilton wrote, you are already loved beyond words. 
Paris Hilton, who literally just got married, <laughs> welcome a baby boy to her new family. Was this on your bingo card for 2023? Yeah, I know there had already been rumors and all of that out there that she was trying and she had talked about wanting to expand her family. And I think her mother even made a statement yes. and she was yes. like, nobody can really speak on this but me. So happy for Paris. I feel like I've gotten much more of a glimpse into Paris in the past couple of years with the things she's come out and struggles she's talked about with her school experiences and abuse and all of that. So yes, yes. definitely happy if this is um not if that this is a beautiful moment for her and her new husband. Congratulations, Paris. That's hot. <laughs> Wait, in the beginning of this article, it says, add mother to the long list of titles on Paris Hilton's resume, which includes DJ, reality star, singer, chef, and daughter of a friend <laughs> of a housewife franchise. So I, I love it. I love it. Congrats. So... A lot has been going on lately, Ashley, because we are on our final quick headline and I'm looking at multiple articles because it's Paris Fashion Week. And honestly, I was going to say the stars are out and they're coming to play, but the only star that's really doing the damn thing is Doja Cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at Doja Cat, a picture of Inferno was covered in paint and 30,000 crystals at Hope Couture Week. This is on uh, CNN Style. The great Pat McGrath did her makeup. This, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm like speechless, frankly. I'm looking at this picture, Ashley. Did you even know it was Paris, Paris Fashion Week, first of all? <laughs> I didn't because I don't pay attention to like the timelines of the fashion weeks and all that. But I have to be honest, she freaked me the hell out the first time I saw the picture. I was like, whoa, you were freaked out. Well, you know, I don't like clusters of things. And so she's very clustery with these like little balls all over her. But also she looks like something from like Fifth Element. And I love Fifth Element, but I was like, what sci-fi film are you about to go star in with this look? Like, it didn't seem like high fashion to me. So I didn't know what it was for at first. And then once I saw, oh, you know, and I'm like, well, the good thing about Doja Cat is she's never fucking boring. I'll tell you that. When I tell you, I am so excited that she's weird again. Like, (laughs) I... I love it. I love it. When when did she stop being weird? Did I miss that? She started being a girl who can give looks. You know what I mean? But now she's she's beautiful. But yeah, (laughs) but she's 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 a quirky individual for sure. So I guess you're right. Her personality and her looks matched heavy. (laughs) So a couple of things. She made this stunning debut at the Scaparelli fashion show, which had faux taxidermy and also featured Naomi Campbell and um, Irina Shake. Kylie Jenner was also there looking like she had Mufasa on her arm. I hate that dress. 
I hated it. Both her and what's the other lady who wore it in the actual show? Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper's ex. I know that that's, you know, we had the whole situation in uh, Coming to America with that. But for some reason, them wearing it made me like sick to my stomach. I was like, this is not cute. Now, is it a flex that Kylie was wearing? A dress that was being displayed on the runway or is it who wore it better that's a question for you boo you follow this <laughs> more than i do is this the norm i don't know if that's the norm especially something that is such a statement piece like it's not like they're yes. both just wearing lbds you got a whole and that's the funny thing today was like why is arena's lying awake and kylie's is asleep <laughs> <laughs> it's wild y'all oh, are Arena, wild. yeah that's true the 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 mouth is open eyes are open and kind of like she didn't put a spell on it like go to sleep baby go to sleep oh my gosh valentino also had all the stars out you had anne hathaway looking amazing doja cat also there but again let me talk about doja cat at this recent show where she had eyelashes on her eyebrows obviously on her eyes and uh, what it looks like a, a mustache situation and in an interview with nylon she said that people were talking crap about the inferno look we just talked about and complaining that she wasn't wearing any lashes so she was like you want lashes <laughs> here you go <laughs> Oh, she's such a weirdo. And I mean, that is such a high compliment. I need for her to go to the Met. Has she been to the Met? Probably. I feel I like don't... I feel like she has to have been. Has she never been invited? I feel like she has to have been. I don't know. No, I don't. Wait, 2021. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I. Anyway. I love it and I love that she's showing up and she's having fun and you know Paris Fashion Week it's it's honestly you can know I the standard a, frankly can I ask a quick question about Anne Hathaway is Anne Hathaway having a resurgence of being a fashionista from like the Devil Wears Prada era days <laughs> or has she consistently been this and I just didn't pay any attention because I feel no, like no, she's no. very very Her- chic like her game has been elevated in my personal opinion okay in in recent years compared to yeah yeah for sure all right so let's go ahead and get into our first hot topic looking at variety beyonce dazzles in dubai with first performance in four years that's a long time isn't it yeah I just, these are the moments that I feel so sad that we're not rich and famous because (laughs) damn to have scored an invite to this moment. Upsetting, but she looked incredible. Incredible. And I love how the number that um, they paid her for the performance kept changing. Have you noticed that? I feel like I've consistently seen, okay, that's the one I've consistently seen. I've seen the $32 million and I'm like, what, which is it? Does it matter though? Does it matter? (laughs) Well, she performed at the new Atlantis, the Royal Resort in Dubai on Saturday, January 21st. 
and they said it was a fit, fittingly grand return. What I love about this performance is Renaissance who? She did not perform not one song from Renaissance and somebody was like Beyonce performed the B-side because she really did just pick and choose. I'm like, what was the thought pattern behind um, the song she chose? Because she sang At Last. She's saying, of course, uh, Brown Skin Girl because we had the one and only Blue Ivy Carter. (laughs) But She's a star. She about to be a performer for real. First of all, the way Blue was ready to release her personal Sasha Fish and, and Beyonce was like, no, sis, we're, we're, we're in Dubai. We don't do all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that had me rolling. And what else I loved about this whole situation is there was a strict no phones policy. But guess what? There was all types of video and pictures, Ashley. Were you surprised by that? I think it's damn near impossible to fully ensure that there will be no footage captured um, at events like this when it is still so open. Like I could see if it was in a venue, closed set type of more controlled environment, but also some of this is leaked intentionally. I mean, let's be honest. You know what I mean? Some of this was definitely- Yes, to definitely build up hype for hopefully this tour that shall be announced very soon. (laughs) This article questions whether or not uh, she'll perform any of Renaissance at the Grammys on February 5th. You think she'll do it? Depends on if y'all finally going to give her album of the year. If you don't, don't ask her to perform. I was going to say, I really don't think she's going to perform. And if she does, that'll be a wonderful surprise. But I think her and Jay have been, even though they're the most, they have the most Grammys of all all time, frankly, but they still have been snubbed in very significant ways. Um, so speaking of being rich and famous, we have Chloe and Hallie there, Nia Long, Kendall Jenner, and Rebel Wilson were among the stars in attendance. Apparently it was formal wear and a rock signature pins uh, to access the event. A lot of people also had a lot of complaints about the politics of the location. Do you do you have an opinion about Beyonce performing in a country that has had issues with human rights? Do I have an opinion about it? I saw the comments in the controversy. I guess one of the best comments I saw in this conversation was, well, are people going to not want her to perform in certain states within the U.S. that also have <laughs> ridiculous or strict or abhorrent policies and wow. laws in place? Yep. If y'all will still buy tickets and attend in those cities and states, then I think that there's very little left to be said. So those are my thoughts. Also, it's worth noting that her dancers were season 17 America's Got Talent winners, the Mayas. It's a woman group of dancers. They are Lebanese. And so 
um, Beyonce essentially sourced out local talent. They also said that she had an all-woman orchestra with 24 nationals for her music. So a lot of people were wondering, oh, where were her normal dancers? Well, she utilized the people of the area. And I think that was a, a cool idea. What did you think about her costumes? She looked fabulous. I saw the gold. I saw the pink. I It was very, a little reminiscent of Beachella um, yes. in that regard. But she's Beyonce. I don't <laughs> I I think she looked fabulous as always. Last and certainly not least, let's talk about this these runs that she <laughs> have already spawned. <laughs> I mean, it's been like two three the, days. The there's already a challenge. Yes. How do y'all do this shit so fast? I've seen some amazing amazing videos for that by the way like oh i live for these music challenges i really do but i should be like i mean y'all don't even be letting stuff breathe y'all are like noted challenge accepted within 24 hours because <laughs> damn good for y'all though vocalists out here vocalists exactly let's go ahead and get into our final hot topic of the day and it'll probably be a minute because it's the Oscars. Oscars 2023 nominations were dropped literally yesterday. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once leads with 11 nominations, followed by Banshees and All Quiet. Again, looking at variety. There's a lot to celebrate in these nominations this year, but then there were some significant snubs. So let's talk about the good stuff first. How, how about that? What were you most excited about with this, this year's list of nominees? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, and Angela Bassett. <laughs> And she's already a winner, in my opinion. That's already her statue. Rusty, y'all might as well go ahead and wave and smile at the camera. I was telling my mom, I'm like, Angela Bassett is the traditional Oscar winner this year in the sense of you got to have the quote unquote portfolio. Sometimes you don't get it when you deserve it, but you get it when you get it. You know what I mean? I'm looking at you. Al Pacino when Denzel clearly should have won it for Malcolm X and then even when my, uh, when Denzel did win his Oscar oh, it shouldn't have been for Train of Day nobody yeah, but Al Pacino <laughs> should have got it before Cinnable Woman as well so exactly not that that, that was part. not a phenomenal performance because it was but it, the Godfather I mean exactly so, <laughs> so I'm like if Angela Bassett doesn't get this Oscar this year then there's something's wrong with the way they've done things in the past but I think it's hers and I think she knows it and she's poised for it and I am extremely excited and grateful for that what else are you excited about Ashley everything everywhere all at once obviously out here making <laughs> history being yeah. the most nominated Michelle Yeoh who I adore being the yes. first woman 
who identifies as Asian being nominated in the best actress category. I mean, that's huge. Since 1935, apparently. Oh, what I read was just the first. That was a Yahoo article, but maybe I didn't finish reading. <laughs> but regardless, huge. And in, in our lifetimes and parents' lifetimes, she is considered the first. So yes, yes very yes. exciting for that cast. I'd love this film. Spoiler alert, we will be recapping it. But I, um, I just think that, you know, it whenever these films that I enjoy but don't necessarily look at is, oh, it's going to be revered or received amongst critics or awards and all this stuff reaches a level of acclaim. I'm like, yo, do y'all thing. Happy for it. It's extremely exciting. Now, what I thought shouldn't have got it was Top Gun Maverick, but (laughs) that's just me. I saw it recently and I was like, wait, but it's now Oscar nominated. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So there's two things. The first one I'm going to talk about is this feels like a comeback year for multiple people. Shout out to Ken Hugh Kwan and Brendan Fraser in particular. When I saw their nominations, it just warms my it just warmed my heart so much. We talked about this briefly during our Golden Globes conversation about Brendan Fraser not being there and frankly taking what do we want to call it an absence from Hollywood for decades. And then you have Ken Hu Kwan who made two phenomenal movies and was gone for years, for years. Thought it he wasn't, wasn't until find any more acting roles. where he was like, I'm jealous. I want to be there specifically for crazy rich Asians. And I'm like, I love this story. And the fact that he was so inspired by it. And this is a movie that we both love very much as well. <laughs> I watch it repeatedly to this day. Love that movie. Where's my sequel, people? Damn. Yo, we got three books, right? Like, (laughs) I know they had a dispute with, um, I think she was one of the writers who was being vastly underpaid uh, compared to her, like, white male counterpart and dipped off. So I know that was one of the delays, but I'm ready. They need to do it for the culture. Yes, and I'm not even a part of y'all culture, but do it for me, too. (laughs) (laughs) But we recognize it. We respect it minorities yes we do <laughs> but did but, you hear sarah michelle geller is friends with brendan frazier and she said amongst the friend group they're calling this a renaissance i love oh, that i love that oh uh, you know me i'm about to cry i love that so much <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh and the other thing i wanted to highlight there are so many first time nominees they said a total of 16 stars are nominated for the first time. Um, here are a few of them. Austin Butler, Colin Farrell. I was surprised by that. Yeah, I, I for some reason thought he had been nominated for something else too. Brendan Fraser. Paul Mescal from, from his role in After Sun, but we love him for our very first recap of Normal People. <laughs> Anna Diarmas. 
Controversial. Sorry. I was just about to say asterisks. She shouldn't have been there. (laughs) Well, her acting was phenomenal. The movie was just utter trash. That's what I heard. And it's like, is it fair? (laughs) I guess that's why they have separate categories, right? Actor versus, you know, best picture, right? But Blonde was dragged through the mud. It was it was very difficult to make it through. And it's only because I love Marilyn Monroe that I even attempted after I had heard that it wasn't very good. I was like, oh, let me see for myself. I agree with everything everyone said, <laughs> except for Anna did act her ass off. I mean, she really did. So I wasn't surprised by the nomination. But if the film had gotten it, mm-mm. Michelle, yo, a surprise, but a pleasant surprise. Brian Tyree Henry. I was not expecting that one, but I am pleasantly surprised, Ashley. Absolutely. Big things post Atlanta. Big things. Another surprise? Jamie Lee Curtis. I am not surprised. Really? She's phenomenal in everything, everywhere, all at once, in my opinion. Phenomenal. But surprising in the fact that this is her first nomination. Ah, in that sense, sure. Even though when I think about the body of work of Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know if I feel like she's gotten a lot of great, no, a lot of it's great Halloween, roles. Halloween and Halloween. Yeah, and like Freaky Friday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if she's had- Activia. No. <laughs> I don't know if she's had a lot to like sink her teeth into. And that's probably another reason why her turn and everything in Rollins. I was like, you are amazing. And then bonus. I'm looking at this people article. Rihanna Oscar nominated. I mean, what would, what would you rather be an Oscar nominated performer or a billionaire? Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the money. Always- for us to always be complaining about capitalism. <laughs> I mean, y'all raised me game, in right? this capitalist society. You don't you think some of win. it's going to rub off on me? <laughs> and plus, you're also asking me if I want to equate self-worth to these white institutions, Whew. such as the Oscars. So Whew. where do you... <laughs> where do y'all want me to fall so go ahead (laughs) let's go ahead and talk about these snubs who's missing ashley viola davis and the woman king in general in general in general danielle with teal yes hannah beekler for best Girl. production design for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Girl, I was surprised. I was shocked. I was Same. like, wait, wait, wait. I must have missed it. <laughs> I was like, I must have, I must have gone too fast. Lashana Lynch for Woman King as well. That whole cast was phenomenal, but to not even have your top lead. tier yep. lead actress with the Hollywood clout in the conversation means that none of the rest of them even stood a chance yep and danielle for for till this woman 
is a phenomenal actress. Do we, do we remember her for The Harder They Fall? She played the town boy, you know, woman wearing pants and, uh, you know, shooting guns to being somebody's sister and from, from scratch. scratch. And her her um, performance in Teal, phenomenal. Like, she's one to watch. She's one to watch. People are saying that uh, Tom Cruise didn't get nominated for his acting. Yeah, and y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. <laughs> y'all play too much. I have no issues with Tom Cruise. Let me put that out there. Scientology be damned. I have no issues with Tom Cruise. I enjoyed Top Gun Maverick, but it's not an Oscar-worthy film or performance, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't feel like Tom pulled anything new out of the arsenal for this role. Y'all might as well give him, if that's the case, give him an Oscar for back. What was the one movie he turned bad in with uh, Jamie Foxx back in the day? What was that movie called? Collateral Damage. Collateral. Give him an Oscar nomination for something like that. Not for Top Gun. Uh-uh. Just my opinion, though. for me? Yeah. The biggest snubs for me? Nope. Mmm. Mmm. I've never seen actor, it. Mm-hmm. Supporting actress. Kiki Palmer should have been nominated. Mm. even just original screenplay direction by jordan peele i'm really surprised nope isn't anywhere during Mm. this award season as well as ryan coogler for his work black panther wakanda forever also uh james cameron didn't get a directing i saw that nomination that's surprising I didn't feel any type of way, but I saw that. <laughs> but for him to be the billion dollar movie king or whatever, you know. I hear y'all. Avatar is just not my franchise. So I guess that's why uh, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. But I know he the technological advancements that he has created and developed for those films is groundbreaking. So for that, I'm sure it did deserve some some recognition all right one more question and it's more of a fire round for the top award so best picture director actor actress supporting actor actress who who are your picks starting with best picture uh for best picture i'm gonna give it to everything everywhere all at once but i think either banshees or fablemans are like highly favored as well I think it's one of those that has been doing really, really well. I just can't remember which one, but I'm going to give it to everything, everywhere, all at once. Best director, I'm going to give it to the Daniels. Best lead actor, I'm tempted to give it to Austin Butler, but I think Brendan Fraser also has a very, very strong chance of winning. Mm -hmm. Best lead actress, I'm going to give to Michelle. Yes. Best supporting actor. I'm going to give to Kei Wan, but I'll be curious if for some reason that swings in another direction, but that's who I'm going to give it to. Best supporting uh, actress. If it doesn't go to him, it's going to go to one of the Banshee actors, I feel like. Possibly. Best supporting actress is Angela Bassett. Stop playing with me. <laughs> and that's it. What about you? All right. So for me, best picture, everything, everywhere, all at once best director steven spielberg because he is steven spielberg (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
lead actor, I'm giving it to Brendan Fraser. Lead actress, Michelle Yo. And I'm sorry, I just said Michelle, so let me specify. I meant Yo as well, because there's two Michelles. Yes. Um, Michelle Williams actually celebrating her fifth Oscar nominations. She's been racking them up. From Dawson's Creek. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Supporting actor. I am giving it to the gentleman from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Supporting Actress. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Period. And she should have gotten it for what love got to do with it. And if you have not seen that movie, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Eat the cake, animate. Well, it's not. <laughs> I was trying to think of memorable lines, and that's probably not one I should joke about. It's cemented in pop culture history. It really is. And you will definitely cite I Lawrence Fishburne for the rest of your life. In that Morpheus, week. Be damned. <laughs> in that damn week. And that's all I have for today, Ashley. What are we recapping? for the people on Tuesday. Oh, I think I've given this away just a little bit today. We are <laughs> recapping 11-time Oscar-nominated film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. If y'all have not checked out this bizarre, amazing, at times confusing, fantastical, multiversal film, I don't know what you're waiting for. It is on Showtime, available to stream currently. Check it out. Come back and join us. It's going to be an interesting conversation. For it will be. Sure. All right, guys. Be blessed. Stay safe in them streets. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.